Hey, welcome back to Push Your Evolution Podcast with your host, Marcos. And Gabe. And we're here to, you guessed it, help push your evolution forward. Mm -hmm. If you're joining us from listening to the last episode, our whole topic was finding that spark within you. And not just finding it, recognizing how to feel it when it starts in you. And we talked about that spark being the start, the natural start of your lifelong personal development journey. And for some people, it comes early. For some people, it comes late. But whenever it starts for you, acknowledging that and following it and pushing your evolution forward. Mm-hmm. In today's second episode that we have as we progress, we're going to be focusing more on that spark and where it leads you. Ultimately, becoming loyal to your innermost truths. Beautiful. I'm excited. I'm excited to share. I'm excited to see where the conversation goes, how it evolves. Um, uh, we want to remind yeah. you that both Gabe and I, first of all, we really give a shit about you. We love you. We understand what it feels like to be in a, in a situation in life or to find ourselves in life unhappy, unfulfilled. Just genuinely not being where we want to be. And sometimes that can be really painful. Or sometimes it's just a annoying nudge to move in a new direction. And we acknowledge wherever you are on that path. And just know that no matter how stuck you may feel, no matter how painful things might feel, it is always possible to evolve. In fact, it is your nature. We love you. We're here for you. So in episode one, once again, we talked about the spark that starts your personal development journey at whatever age you are. Once you start to cultivate that inner passion, desire that propels your evolution forward to create a whole new life for yourself, ultimately, you're going to be in a position wondering, where am I going? What am I doing? A whole new series of genuine questions are going to start arising because really your life is just a culmination of the quality of the questions that you ask yourself. So as your underlying energy begins to shift, the quality of your questions begin to shift, which then changes your focus to start focusing on things that are way more authentic, way more spiritually fulfilling Mm. way more in alignment with who you really are and again pushing your evolution forward is really just about aligning into who you really are as a person and breaking out of the standards and the molds and the and the basic flow of the current societies that we're a part of because they're not fully set up for us right Mm. That's probably the biggest problem here is that all of us are being, again, being raised in a society and being put into cultures that we're not fully conscious of in terms of our alignment with them. And it really doesn't matter what part of the globe you are, right? 
And I'm not saying that you're going to have a total rejection to the different cultures that you're a part of or can be a part of. You could be fully integrated into them. But if you are finding yourself not happy, out of alignment, you know that something needs to change. You're ultimately not following your innermost truths at that point. And the goal is to become a master at understanding yourself. And we're here to help you learn that. Because once again, Gabe and I have gone on this journey before. We've transformed ourselves time and time and time again. And it's a lifetime process. And we've helped others transform themselves into creating more authentic, more vibrant, more happy people because ultimately that's what we all deserve isn't that right Gabe? Mm -hmm. as you were sharing and you mentioned how it reminded me of uh you know it, it could be a journey to even know like you know know yourself in any capacity but in, in particular i feel like at some point you start to make decisions for yourself and, and it could be weird, you know, cause for me, like for the longest time, I, or anyone really, you, you make decisions based on how your parents raise you or what the culture says. Real. Um, and I think a lot of times we get disconnected from our innermost truth, which, which I'm going to also uh, interchange with like your, your, your true self-expression. And you can just get like, you know, a mat, you just have masks on top of masks on top of masks. And it's like, you don't even know yourself. You know, it's, it's so common. Why but, uh, do we put masks on? What do we mean by masks? Yeah. Yeah. So mask as in, um, um, an act or a persona or a set of rules, um, uh, a set of, of behavior, like blueprints, if you will, um, to, you know, typically to fit in or to gain approval on some, on a big sense, it's about just like survival. Um, you know, but someone that comes to mind, uh, you know, Tyler, the creator or any creative, honestly, uh, cause creatives are typically, you know, thinking outside the box, not, you know, not trying to, not being bogged down or held down to, to cultural norms or social standards. And a big part of, from my experience, at least, uh, being in touch with one's innermost truth requires a certain level of vulnerability, um, as well as like the, like a courage, uh, um, and I know I said courage a lot last time, you know, an exercise that like, yeah. Um, in fact, a powerful exercise that I did that I'm, that I would encourage other people to take on in order to tap into their, like their true self-expression or their innermost truth. Um, like man, like journal or, or some type of art, uh, creative outlet, like art, like for it's funnily enough, I used to post on my Instagram story almost every day, but I use it mostly as like a, 
emotional expressive outlet. And uh, it was such a powerful thing. Um, I stopped trying to post what I thought would get, you know, approval or good reactions. And instead I just posted from a place of feeling and uh, it was particularly scary at first, like, you know, cause it's such a vulnerable spot to be. Cause it's like, if, if I'm being me and I'm not being like a, ma- a fake persona, it's like, if I'm being me and I get a negative reaction to me, then it's like, Oh, that's, that's scary. And that really actually hurts. Whereas if you're operating from like a mask or, or trying to fit in, um, it's like, you have some, you have some cover, you know? Uh, so you're basically saying that a lot of people like to be someone they're not, and it takes some courage to remove that mask essentially, or to just allow the vulnerability of really just being who you are. Right. In reality. I, right. Yeah. And so it's just, you know, I, I found that it can be really, it's easy to just lose, lose touch with like your true expression, your, your true voice. Um, but, For real, uh, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. No, really, really, really. A lot of our society is basically set up for us to all be the same. And we're going to elaborate on this right now because it's not just as basic as what we're saying, right? Obviously, there's all kinds of different prof- professions and, and art styles and you know, art mediums and ways to express ourselves as humans. But the, the systems and schoolings of, of, of the academic systems that we are generated through to be produced into the working society is not necessarily set up for our best, best reality. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, just like, just like Gabe is saying, lose their humanity almost, their sense of creativity, their sense of individuality. And that's what's most important here. Is because the more that we try to be others, the more that we simply don't try to be ourselves and actively create some kind of version of ourselves that is in alignment with what we think is acceptable or will get us in a specific social circle, all of these, all of these patterns and all of these behaviors are ultimately pushing you away from your, your true nature. And the true nature is tuning in to that spark in you, right? Tuning into the, the genuine unique life source within you and understanding that you are the only you that will ever, ever exist. There will never, ever, ever be another you on this planet. This unique combination of, of, of matter coming together in this three dimensional (laughs) form with this specific energy, with this specific set of, with, of, of experiences and perceptions, this will never happen again. Every single person is completely 100% unique. And so much mental and emotional challenge arises from trying to stray away from your unique self. Mm. 
Mm. Yeah, beautifully said, man. Yeah, you know, for, uh, to those of you who really uh, resonate with with this type, this level of language, uh, I just want to say what's up. I, I know what it's like to uh, to speak a type of language that you you know not everyone speaks, and so those of you who are here, I really honored that. But you know, it's interesting, Marcos, as you were sharing that. First of all, I definitely uh, definitely get what you're saying. It's, you know, the system isn't built to have everyone, you know, follow their innermost truth, so to speak. And so exactly it's, 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 it's annoying. Eh, yeah, I understand. Um, but why is it annoying to us? Good question. What comes up? Right. We're not haters of anything, right? We don't innately have any kind of prejudice or judgment or conflict over anything. Because again, in this space that you're in with us right now that we're providing and that you're providing, this is just a space of existence. There's no good, bad, right, wrong, just, or unjust. So when we start to play the story of the survival of our species and the progression and the evolution of our humanity as a whole, as we go from tiny little cell organisms to trillion-celled organisms creating one human to billions of humans creating one humanity, right? We're realizing that there are a set of best practices in terms of effective versus non-effective in creating a sustainable way for our species to exist. Mm -hmm. And, I, I, mm, sorry, and sorry. part of that, of course, is understanding that when we all try to fit a mold, when we all try to create, when we all kind of mold into homogenous drones and we're just essentially mindless, huh. where we are in control of the mind, we are in control of the mind and others are in control, in control of our identity, of our perceptions, we cease to really be us. And that can breed so many different problems. And in schooling, the suppression of creativity, the suppression of individuality, the suppression of really focusing on the uniqueness of each being ultimately creates what we're seeing now in our life in 2021. And what we've seen hundreds and hundreds of years before this moment of, of different groups different group minds coming together to create realities for other people that are suppressing that are that are dangerous even at times that through the suppression of creativity we 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 lose a certain part of ourselves an important part mm -hmm. what do you think Gib? uh definitely lack of connection to your true self-expression, your creativity, your sense of, because I like to put it like this, man, like, uh, you know, the system is what it is, what have you. Um, but it's just, it's just easy to get caught up in a bunch of social rules and norms and expectations. And, you know, you get to the point where you're, you're living in your head. You're not, you're not connected to yourself. You're, in, instead, there there are rules and limitations placed on your self-expression, 
you know, like, for example, look at, uh, look at kids. Kids are a perfect example. You know, very, they, they, you know, they're not present at all to kind of like that looming narrative uh, of our life narrative. Yeah. Like that, that, that collective narrative. And that's so crazy. It's like, it's kind of like, a you, you can almost feel the generations of, of evolution, like in your brain, you know, 100%. Like, you know what I mean? Like you're out in public and, you know, obviously we're 2021 technology, like we're not a jungle species like that anymore. Like, you know, but, but you can kind of feel it like almost like, like a, a, a person who has a tiger as a pet, like, yeah, it's a docile, but like, there's a, there's a fucking tiger in there, you know, like, like, like right. all it, all it needs is to activate. And so like, I can, I can feel it within me sometimes, like, especially in public, like you can feel it. Like there are these, these, these programs that, that are well still in our conditioning, even though maybe those are caveman, caveman, uh, programs from back then but you can feel it like if if shit hit the fan like we got programs you know um and so in terms of uh you know your innermost truth another thing is is like you said with the system i mean look you know it very may well be that there are groups of people who you know the world is created by design and so like the distraction of design or lack of wanting harmony and peace is by design but i forget where i read this um every single day we're we're we are bombarded by like a hundred over a hundred thousand like messages or like whether it's through advertisement or i mean dude like more now than ever before dude more more than more now than ever before and the whole point was that like if you don't take charge of your life like someone's are you like you are either playing the game that you create or you're automatically falling into someone else's plan for you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, uh, well put, you know what I mean? Like, like the advertisements they're they're trying to get you to do what they want you to do. It's their agenda. Right. And so unless you're, unless you're following and generating your own agenda, you're by default going to be part of someone else's agenda. So like, and what's crazy is, we're not taught that level of like discipline or, or, you know, control. Cause it, it takes such a different level of focus and energy to be the one to guide your own actions. Um, and it's, it's so weird that that's like, that is the state of like, that's the state of how things go. Like, um, you know, it's more common and look fair enough, dude. Like, are, are most people are completely unaware of like the psychological forces behind advertisement or anything like that. And so it's like, you know, it, it's, it's almost no surprise that most people end up just in that, that works, works, eat, sleep cycle. Somebody else's way, plan. Yes. And by the way, I, I want to acknowledge that there is to a large degree, like, it's it it's almost inescapable you know to not have some type of work eat sleep schedule i'm not trying to bash that i'm trying to say that that's completely like normal and acceptable however at the very least 
my intention is for people to um, transition out of that cycle if they want to, or if they must have be, be in that cycle to, you know, as, suffer as little as possible. Cause I get it, man. You got to do what you got to do. And, right. and, um, and I'll, you know, tons of people like that, that cycle is a, a, a blessed one, you know, um, you make money in that cycle. You have a sense of certainty and stability in that cycle. And so, um, there's still alignment I, in taking care of yourself. Oh yes. Yes. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, um, right. In I'm, this, yeah, yeah, in but, this process of, of becoming loyal to your innermost truths, again, you're going to hear us say basically the same thing, but in a hundred different ways. What we're really yeah. saying is, is you want to take control of your life path. Yeah. 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 Mm. Because the minute that you're born, a million different things are going to try to put, put you on their life path whether it's your parents or the schooling or the society or the government or any, any corporation or anything, everything external, the entire environment that you exist in is pulling you in all different types of direction. It doesn't matter what age you are. Remember, you matter. We love you. And we're telling you right now, it does not matter what age you are. Start to take control of your life path. Because it is in your, this is a quote from Tony Robbins. It is in the moment, it is in the moments of your decisions that shape your destiny. You are in control of where you're going. Don't for a second believe that you're not in control. You are a hundred percent. It doesn't matter how stuck you feel or how painful the current circumstances of your perceived story of your reality are. Everything can be changed. The whole entire perception of what you're experiencing can be changed in an instant based on you. It's all on you. And this isn't to overwhelm you. This isn't to make you feel worse about yourself or, or feel incapable of doing things. No, this is free. This is to free you. Because understanding that you have the control of creating your life path by just connecting and becoming loyal to your innermost truths. You can be free to really live the life that you want to live, but I'm not going to say it's going to happen overnight. It's a process. And that process is slower or faster, depending on you. But ultimately what Gabe and I are telling you is that by becoming loyal to your innermost truths, and when you follow the way of your heart, when all other people abandon it, abandon what they desire, you are going to win and not win over others, but win in knowing that you are authentically succeeding and creating the life you desire. Because in 2021, man, let's, let's be really, let's be really fucking honest here. It does almost most places on the globe. I'm sorry for the certain countries that don't, but we have access to food, water, shelter, all of the basic necessities that we need in terms of the Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Most of our psychological needs and literal safety and, and, and physical needs are met at this point. After that, it really just becomes becoming more of who you really are in the self-actualization process, actualizing to who you are, what you, what you have to give, 
what you desire, your special, your own uniqueness and, and, and special nature of you and how you can play your part in the giant puzzle piece of humanity. That is, that is the most fulfillment that we can get as a human. And this goes for every single person connecting deeply to what matters to us. Isn't that right, Gabe? Yeah. Uh, you know, it, you, we're going to die. <laughs> we're going to die one day. And, and, you know, let's not, let's not wait too long before we make a transition, you know, uh, what a is transition. transition. And this is where I, if, if people aren't already, I encourage them to really, uh, let me put it this way. Anytime I was ignoring an innermost truth of mine, it would always require like the suffering of just kind of avoiding it has to be like really painful to the point where like, okay, I'm going to take a look at what I'm avoiding. And then over time, it's like, uh, eventually I just kind of surrender um, with a little bit of courage, like the courage to, first of all, to look, look. Cause like for a lot of times for me, there's like pain, you know, there's like pain. And uh, so there took courage to look. Um, and then second of all, uh, the, the courage to do something about it. You know, I think what's what's because, for example, OK, you know, let's say you're you're a musician or you're an artist or or something and you have these dreams of, of doing something in that field. But somewhere or another, you know, you 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 you, you abandon that path because it doesn't make enough money or it, or mom and dad doesn't like it or, you know, some type of it's not good enough. Right. You take a, just, you know, what, you know, what's true for you is my point. And you know, when you're, when, when there's an area of your life that you are not happy with, at the very least, you know, that you're not happy about it. And I think, I think what hurts sometimes is we really start to disconnect from our innermost truths because of whatever reasons. And what I'm saying here is, is to not wait too long to do something about it. And, and the thing is, is that nothing's really going to change typically unless you do something about it. And like I said, what that looks like is finally, finally having the courage to take a look at that area in your life and then the willingness to actually take full responsibility and then do something about it. And what's interesting, and I think this is something practical for people listening, is, and maybe Marcos can attest to this too, it's like once you make a decision about a direction you want to finally go in, like it's weird how things just kind of line up. Um, it's just weird how things start to line up when you, when you show the courage. I think there was a quote, the basic quote, I'm going to butcher it, but it goes something like the universe loves courageous acts such that when you take a courageous act, the universe does what it can to support it, you know? Um, 
that's not to say that there's not going to be adversity or failure along the way. But I mean, look, one one perception that really carries me through and carried me through in the early stages was uh, I'd rather die having tried than I'd I'd rather try than not try at all. You know, like I'd rather at least try. Um, you know, I'd rather fail going after what I what what matters to me than fail because I never tried. And um, also, it's just worth it, man. Like, you know, when 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 your heart and your passion and and your interests all come together and, and, you know, I think they call that Ikaji or E I forget how to say it, but it's a Japanese term where like vocation, passion, money, and something else all come into one. Um, And for me, life coaching is definitely like that. Anyways, not to stray away too off the topic, but uh, another story, another quick story in terms of innermost truth. I remember I was in college and uh, it was my third year in college. I was an engineer major, mechanical engineer. And I remember uh, I just finished up a class and, you know, the guy, me and some of my, uh, some of the other students in the class, they were talking about a bunch of the engineering stuff, like their cars and all that. And I didn't relate to the topic at all. And so I went home that day. I was like, I was like, is this even for me? Like, you know. And going a little bit full circle now, like I chose mechanical engineering, not because I knew it was right for me, because, but because like, you know, that's what my parents suggested that I, you know, that's like, yeah, I knew it was going to make good money. I knew it was prestigious. So I chose that. But like, I was like, I don't know how old was I? 18 year old kid, 17 year old kid. Like I, I really didn't know much, but I was three years, in, three years into engineering and I, then I st- it started to dawn on me, like, do I even want to do this, right? Right. And uh, this long is a story- classic example. Yes. And long story short, like, I asked my my ex girlfriend at the time, I was like, "Do you love your major?" She studied wine, uh, and I, and she was like, "I I love my major." I was like, "I don't love my major." And so I finally, I made a shift. And I went into psychology, but, you know, I had to tell my dad and I almost failed out of school. And um, so that shift but, occurred, right? Yes, that shift occurred. And, and, and my, what I want the audience to know is it was scary. Yes, but like it was for damn sure the right decision for me. And it's better to like wherever you're at. And if you know where you're at right now is not meant for you, it is in your best interest to make a shift. Let's talk about that shift. Yeah. This shift we're referring to in becoming more loyal to your innermost truths, again, is asking yourself a new quality of questions. So in this shift particular for you, when you were realizing that, you know what? I'm not really in alignment with what I'm doing in life. What questions began to arise? that led you further down your evolution? Um, what one, I don't remember if this was exactly the question I asked myself, but something I thought about was like, what, what do I, what do I think about when no one's, when no one forces me to, 
you know, what, what do I, what do I think about what, where does my mind automatically go when no one is telling me what to do or think? Cause then that's where my genuine interests lie. Um, Beautiful man. And so it's kind of like the beginning of like understanding myself a little bit. Um, and at the very least I looked at the people around me and they didn't resonate. So, you know, it was just the beginning of kind of like, do I fit in here and not even fit in, but it's like, do I resonate here? Does this resonate with me? What, what matters to me? What matters to you? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And for you tuning in with us right now, this series of questions is exactly what the beginning of your personal development journey looks like in some area of your life. You're going to eventually hit a point where most likely you're not in alignment with it. And so for some people it's easy for them to pivot for others, their entire identity could be rooted in this specific life direction. Right. And it can be really challenging to break out of that mold of the ideas and the story of what you should be doing, what you need to be doing, as opposed to what you naturally do. Big mm-hmm. distinction. And Gabe found himself in that position. And he started to question what really matters to me? What do I really give a shit about? Right. And just like me, he realized that he really gives a shit about helping others transform their mind, transform their consciousness. That's what led us down this particular path and why we're talking with you that right now. Right. We, we love you because we didn't have the same kinds of help to the same degree when we were going on this path. It was very much bits and pieces of people's sentences and structures here and there for us to really formulate a coherent picture of what reality really was aside from the different goals and agendas of each of these different sources of info and knowledge and wisdom that we went to. And our goal is to really come to the present with you and really share with you the, the, the very essence, the very, the very pure unfiltered essence of what it means to be happy and to grow and to push your evolution forward. It's about creating your life path by becoming loyal to your innermost truths. Beautiful. You said, you know, for those of you who maybe are just cracking the egg open uh, in terms of all this stuff, um, you know, wherever you're at is that's where you're meant to be. And, and we keep telling you this because we really fucking mean it. It does not matter what age you are. It doesn't matter what your circumstances are. It's okay. You're right where you need to be. Yeah. And so what I found is, uh, a lot of the profound breakthroughs and understandings that uh, really, really make a difference for me, they, they don't always happen when I'm listening to the podcast or when I'm reading the book or when I'm at the personal development event. They don't always happen in that moment. But oftentimes, 
you know, just through the trials and errors of life, like things start to click over time. And so if you, if you don't feel like you're, you have a solution or maybe you don't really know a direction that you want to go in, that's completely okay. That's expected. And if that's you, then just, just wherever you're at is cool. And whatever level of, of understanding or direction you have or don't have is completely okay. My point is, is that it'll all connect and make sense over time. And so um, that is kind of like the cycle of things. Um, in fact, uh, I forget where I read this, um, but basically, you know, life's in season and there's going to be times where you're reaping you're, you're, you're reaping the rewards from your crop or, and sometimes it's harsh winters and sometimes it's, you know, and so I remember just last year, I was in like the middle of just like flowing and being in the zone for like what felt like months. And I always want to like hold on to those moments and like, there's always this kind of fallacy that it's going to stay great forever. You know, it's almost like you hit, you hit a peak and it's like, man, like things are so great. I can't, I couldn't see why I wouldn't stay in this state forever. Um, but then somehow or another, it kind of fades off and it's like, a, it, you know, there are these cycles of kind of like going deep into the trenches and the darkness and the shadows and, and then coming out kind of anew and, and enlightened, so to speak. And, and it just kind of goes up and down like that. But, uh, um, but with each up and down valley and hill that we ride, as long as we have the, the, the progression of the experience at an incline, we're going to be evolving. It's right. okay to feel shitty. It, this whole process is not about eliminating fear or pain or sadness, but it's about changing what you do with these human experience emotions these parts of your biochemical feedback system because right. we're not about suppressing emotions or getting rid of them. Honestly, it's the complete opposite. It's about embracing everything that you feel, the totality of your experiences. It's about really owning up to the fact that, again, you have ultimate control of your life. And we're going to explain a little bit more of that. You know, Through quantum physics, at this point, we understand that our brainwaves literally emanate. Our entire being is an emanating frequency of energy. Everything we exist in is a vibrating field of energy through quantum physics. <laughs> right? We, oh have a, we have a circle of energy surrounding us in the shape of a torus. And that comes out from the top and in from the bottom in a in a ever flowing uh, synchronizing balanced flow of energy what you focus on you will feel whatever you create in your mind whatever structure of reality any perception that you have over basically anything that you create you will experience that through your biochemical feedback system that is how our brain works with our body and our chemistry and the different nervous systems that we have. It's, they're all tools for us to understand what's good, what's bad, the duality of reality, right? This is promoting me, this is destroying me. So again, in this process, one can see that you are always in an exact vibrational match 
to what you're pulling into your reality. And that doesn't matter to whatever degree or quality or, or quantity of experience it is, whether again, it's the best amazing thing you can ever experience or the worst possible reality you're experiencing. You are just in alignment with the exact vibration of that match of what you're emanating from your perceptions of your brain waves. You literally coat your reality in whatever experienced color, so to speak, that you that you choose. And the more that you are, the more that you accept and the more that you acknowledge and take ownership of and have responsibility over the fact that you are always in control of your perceptions, you begin to evolve. Mm. You're no longer a victim to circumstance. You're no longer, uh, uh, oh, woe is me. I can't do anything about this experience because that is a victim when you feel powerless to the change. But in reality, when you control the perception of reality, when you control what things mean to you and your focus, what you focus on, you will feel. If you're focusing on being a victim, you will attract that reality. You will feel what it feels like to be a victim, whether or not you are. In reality, if you're perceiving it, you are a victim. But in the same exact situation, if you flip it, instead thinking, why is this happening to me? And you change the quality of questions and you begin to ask more substantial evolving questions, more evolutionary, stable strategy questions, such as what is it that I'm supposed to be learning from this? What is most important about this reality that I need to walk away with? What is the most important lesson here for me to evolve? You are immediately focusing on a whole new set of circumstances. Your biochemical feedback system cannot help but be in alignment with the reality that you're creating in your perception. And those questions most definitely have much different answers than why is this happening to me? Oh, why do I always attract these experiences? Why am I always feeling pain? Why am I not capable of growing? Think about the answers to those questions. They're not going to lead you to a path of positivity. Mm. They're not going to create the life path you want when you have a, a, a perception of, I can't do this regardless of what it is doesn't mm -hmm. even matter no matter how bad you want it you're not really being in alignment with your innermost truths and that innermost truth is that you're in control of your perception you're in control of whether or not you can or can't mm -hmm. look we understand more than much more than the average person what it feels like to go through mental adversity, to really be your, your, your greatest enemy in your mind. We understand what it feels like when we have conditionings that really, really, really bring us down, that stop us from being who we really are. It's painful. We get it. We understand what it feels like to be a victim. I mean, to really, really feel like because of the story that you're telling yourself, this thing is not possible. Mm. And some people can really live with that their entire life, but you're here with us right now because you know that 
it's not going to be like that. You knew intuitively what we're telling you right now. Right. We love you greatly. And we're here to pass on the wisdom. Just, just a conversation to tell you, look, you're in control. Don't kid yourself. What you focus on, you will feel. If you focus on becoming loyal to your innermost truths, you will ultimately create your destiny, your life path that you desire. And it's not going to happen overnight. This is a, this is a lifelong process. Mm. But start it now. Now. And we'll help you out. You know, I just want to mention... That's why I think why that's why meditation is so highly, you know, that's been one of the, oh, what people who meditate, they get these kind of results. Meditation is a state of uh, not non-attachment and you're, you're not being run by the mind and its programs. You're, you're free of it, so to speak. Um. And as what Marcos is saying is that for many of us, we are unconscious, first of all, to many of our thoughts and many of those thoughts being disempowering. And what's kind of trippy about unconscious, unconsciousness and, and, and victim-like thoughts is that because we're not aware of the perception running us, we literally operate as if we truly are unable or whatever the victim state says. Um, and it's just, it is so easy to let an unconscious belief or a victim, victim like belief run the show. And um, I just kind of, I want to say for those of you who, who, you know, cause this is what Marcus is, is speaking to. It's, it's taking a hundred percent, accountability and ownership for your life. And first of all, that's a pretty not, obviously it's a powerful belief, but it can, that can also be pretty radical, uh, especially in comparison to a victim state of mind, because the victim state of mind says it's something else's fault and it's, or it's, it's, this is the reason why I don't have what I want in my life or it's, you know, the life is like this or blah, 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 blah. Um, uh, but it's, it's so funny. It's so funny. They talk about how beliefs are everything and I won't say they're everything, but they, they, they turn out to be a pretty, pretty critical piece, you know, cause think about, uh, and now we're, now we're really diving back deep again. Okay. So there's this, there's this thing called the, the reticular activation system. Have you ever heard of this term, Marcos? I actually haven't. It's a, uh, it's reticular activation system. It's in the brain, I believe, or is it in the eyes or both? But basically your brain will have a tendency to focus on, on the information that it's like most 
that's most activated. Okay. What I mean by that is this. It's ah, like, gotcha. It's like, it, it, you know, you ever heard a word for the first time and then you all of a sudden you start hearing that word every day. You're like, I just learned the word frophilus. I don't even know if that's the word frivolous. Right? There we go. <laughs> and then, and then in the next 24 hours, you hear it six times. And it's like, have I, has this word always been thrown around? Has it not been? Basically because your brain is like primed to, to hear the word frivolous and you hear it all the time. And the whole idea with beliefs is that if you have a belief that says, uh, you know, all cops are bad, then your, your reticular activation system or in other case, your focus, it tends to only gather the information that, that aligns with the belief, right? Or rather your perception perceives what the belief says. Because for example, like, you know, if I operate from this mindset of like, you know, uh, uh, or let's say someone operates from the belief of like, I'm unattractive and no one is into me, then they'll, they won't even perceive when people, first of all, they won't even notice when other people are looking at them because they're, they're not present to even be with that. That's what's so trippy. Like, like you're not even in reality sometimes, like you're, you're totally perceiving it from some place in your head and um uh point is is that if you're not getting a result you you if you're getting a result you don't like over and over take a look at your the belief fixation systems. is sure take take a look at the belief systems and um it 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 the level of control the critical nature of perceptions like one more quick story. I know we're kind of running out of time here, but I remember uh, when I when I dedicated myself on a fitness journey a couple of years ago, and for years I kind of went back and forth, like you know, lose ten pounds, gain five, lo- lose five, gain ten, and kind of the 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 goal I always wanted was to have a six pack, right? Be in really great shape, and the year that I finally did it, I you know. I, 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 first of all, I wasn't going to be stopped, meaning I was willing to do whatever it took. And one critical piece is that I had to change. I had to change the story around taking the actions you need to take. Cause when you want to be in shape, you have to eat a certain way. You have to exercise, exercise a certain way. There's no way around it. And there's a lot of, uh, uh, sacrifice and there's a lot of going like having to say no to immediate gratification there's a lot of pain and suffering and instead of labeling the pain and suffering as some type of suffering belief or suffering context of like this sucks this hurts it's not worth it I literally I literally realized that I had a belief that 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 said this sucks this hurts it's not worth it. So I'm going to stop. That was literally kind of like the subconscious. And so I had to change it. I had to change it to a perception of, uh, uh, this is awesome. I'm a champion and, and this is what champions do. So it, it created this, this, the uh, uh, bottom line is, uh, uh, you know, 
low key, the stories run the day because the stories then bring up a type of emotion, which then ultimately dedicates how you're going to act. Right. Like if, if the story around getting up at 6 a.m. is, oh, that hurts, it sucks and it's a waste of time, I'd rather just sleep like, uh, yeah, I'm going to go back to sleep, of course. Right. But if the context around six is like all I have to do is wake up at 6 a.m. and the rest of my day. I'm in the zone for the rest of the day. Then it's like, oh, yes. Yeah. Then 6 a.m. is like an opportunity. Um, exactly. The tactic here in becoming loyal to your innermost truths of being a specific version of you that you most authentic desire, shifting that story is ultimately what happens. And we right. shift that story by, by reframing how we're perceiving. And a lot of times it's asking ourselves questions to get to those reframes. Right. What's most important here is that we're acknowledging that we're in control of our life. Right. And right. with, when Gabe was explaining, was it reticular activation? Yes. Right. Another word we have for that is cognitive bias. Mm. It's basically, if you're already perceiving something to be a certain way, it's always going to be a slightly easier for you to see it in that light because it is a, essentially a function of your assumptions of creating perceptions in the first place. It's your whole entire perception of reality of everything you do is just a, a, a series of complicated assumptions that layer on top of each other. And when you start to shake those assumptions and you let go of them, right? You let go of the cognitive bias and the cognitive dissonance, which is rejecting ideas that are just, just because they're completely different from what you already have by removing those reward biases in the brain to to, to be guided towards what's easiest for you in terms of mental stability, when you become with okay with shaking things up, creating a little bit more uncertainty in your life by not by by acknowledging that you don't that you don't want to see something a certain way anymore, that's a part of the courage. It's gonna mm -hmm. look like that. It's gonna look. It's gonna show up in many different ways in the beginning of this journey for you as you begin to shake up the story. As you begin to rough up the feathers of how you were seeing life before or how you were seeing a certain challenge or how you were seeing a certain set of experiences like you, you're like this is literally your human gift for for you to understand how much of how much power you really have over the perceptions of your life. hundred <laughs> percent. It's not ninety nine. It's a hundred percent. Mm -hmm. It's always happening, whether you're unconscious of it or conscious. The subconscious programs that are being built from your perceptions need to be under your control. Period. Get her done. Get her done. Couldn't have said it better myself. My friend. Thank you for joining us on our second episode here. We're getting the ball rolling. We're seeing... How we want this to show up, really tapping into the messages that we want to bring you. We thank you for being here with us. We love you very much. Honestly. Love you. Yes. 100%. Always an honor. Love everyone on here. Thank you to you, Marcos, again. Um, of course. Thank you, Gabe. Yeah. 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 That's all I got. For you participating with us today, have a great rest of your day. Make sure to stay tuned into episode three. Peace out. Peace out, everyone.